Hello everyone, this is JPO, and today I'm joined with... Hey, I'm Toa Legend. Yes, and we are the podcast name in brackets, and today we'll be continuing our conversation of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Now to start off, let's let's talk about how we feel about the movie. Oh, that is a that is a broad way to open this, but yeah, okay. Um, I guess in general, personally, um, I liked it a lot. Like, here's what I'll say. Okay. You know, I grew up with Star Wars. Um, I grew up watching mostly the prequels because they were the newer ones and had flashier, you know, graphics. And then I grew up and I watched the the original trilogy. And I realized, okay, the, the story writing is a lot better in the original trilogy. Um, and the, the prequels were, they had a lot of fun moments, but maybe not the most well-written things. So, you know, going into the sequel trilogy, I was older, understood everything a little bit more. Um, and so when I watched it, uh, I, you know, I got more critical of it. Um, yeah. I will say I really did enjoy, you know, episode seven, episode eight had a lot of issues in my opinion. It, um, it's, it's an interesting way how things have gone. My yeah. opinion, my opinion has just taken a 180 <laughs> since the last time we talked about it. So fair. Um, and then with, with rise of Skywalker, it was what I'll say in short was um overall i think it was fun like it was i enjoyed the the movie like just as a a viewing experience um visually it was it was pretty good too yeah it's fun to look at yeah i will say overall it felt like a very safe movie right they they didn't i mean (laughs) safe yeah yeah safe and and this is this is why i say safe because with um episode seven you know jj abrams didn't really have that much time to write it so he just wrote um you know a story similar to one that we already knew um that being it mirroring um a new hope but you know, it, it added some elements, but it was mostly, you know, just another Star Wars, which overall isn't necessarily a bad thing. No. Episode 8 rolls around, and they wanted to really change a lot, and I have my own opinions of that, but overall, it was not really a safe movie. There, there was a lot that they did to mess with the audience to try and subvert expectations yeah Um, that one took a lot of risk yeah this one it felt like they they went through and they were like okay the last jedi the last movie that we put out didn't do as hot what can we do to appease our audience um so you know they had Sorry, by the way, I know this is a part two. I'm going to go ahead and say right here, spoilers, just in case. But, yeah, um, <laughs> they, you know, they have um, Palpatine come back as as the villain. Okay, 
cool. I don't get how that's a spoiler since we should we should. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, <laughs> they have you know a major Raylo scene at the end. Oh yeah, which I have opinions. Um, <laughs> you know they have. I don't know. It, it just felt like a lot of. I don't want to say fan service, right? But like it, it's honestly, it felt like a fan fiction. Yeah, I'll be real. This whole trilogy has yeah. kind of felt like a fan fiction. But this one was really over the top with yeah. how they did things. It was just like okay. Well, especially connecting, you know, Ray to Palpatine, which mm. there were theories out the wazoo of who is she related to, and I'll admit, Palpatine, in my opinion, is one of the better ones that they could have chosen. Um, uh, I don't. I mean, yeah, I guess so, but it's just like Palpatine was the one that I least wanted it to be, just because I don't like the idea of Palpatine having children. Because I, I feel like that something like that is just beneath Palpatine. <laughs> that's understandable, yeah. I think that's fair. With what we know about the nature of the Sith and the movies that we have. It's just... I, I just didn't like that idea. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, so overall, I would just say it's a fun movie. It's it, it's definitely a Star War. Um, there's... I mean... Frankly, the action scenes are, are good. The the character chemistry is with their with our main cast there's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, like I would that. say I liked it a lot. Um Yeah. Obviously there are definitely issues with this movie. But I think <laughs> yeah. overall it's it's a movie that, you know, if I'm scrolling through Disney Plus or um or hopefully I'll have free time again to see it in theaters. Um, it's something that I would definitely be like, oh, yeah, I would watch that. That that was a fun movie. I enjoyed that movie. Yeah. I, I'd say that it's a really cool movie, mm-hmm. but it's really bad. Just with, how, with every, how everything is put together. All right, lay it on me. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, 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 the start, the opening crawl. Um, the first lines are the dead speak. Uh, Palpatine is back, which if you had no idea that Palpatine was going to be in this movie coming into this, that's just going to confuse your audience right away. It's like, what the heck? I thought he died. And it's, and I can just imagine that that moment can be just this fantastic scene in the beginning of a movie where you have your team doing whatever they're doing and suddenly throughout the radio you hear Palpatine. It's like, that be this big reveal. But mm. no, it's revealed through text in the beginning of a movie. And it's like, oh, okay. I feel like we missed something here. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. It, it's like, remember in uh, Attack of the Clones in the elevator scene where they're they're going up the elevator and they're talking about yeah remember when we did this this was so cool yeah this was really fun cool um but you could have also shown us that instead of a film mostly about politics <laughs> but okay I, either way <laughs> yeah 
Um, and I guess we just just we should just go down the line with uh, the characters in IMDb here. Cool. Are you guys set up? Yeah. All right. So let's let's go from the top with Leia. Yes, she was in this movie. I was surprised how much she was in this movie. Yeah, actually, I was pleasantly surprised. I was yeah. kind of expecting the last film to be the one, like her last one. I, I'll be honest, the the biggest news I was expecting in the title crawl was that Leia died. That's what I thought. Like, Leia died, the Resistance is now trying to find a new leader, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, so seeing her was good. The one thing I will say, um, they don't really like explicitly tell you before this movie that Leia had a lot of like Jedi training. No. It, it's kind of implied and we see her, you know, fly through space in the last one, but <laughs> it doesn't really tell us about her training until later on in the movie. And that's a good scene. Um, yeah, for sure. But when she's, you know, training Ray, for instance. Yeah. I'm looking at it as okay, I guess she probably is probably the best person to train her, but like only because she watched Luke for so long. So it's like a very, very secondhand training. And then we find out later, oh, okay, she had been trained, at least somewhat, um, in jedi arts but uh i don't know that that was something i think they should have made more clear a lot earlier but mm -hmm. yeah minor nitpick in my opinion yeah and you know the, the downside of Leia's character is that her character doesn't really have much impact because of the footage that they have so yeah. she's just kind of She's just kind of there with her generic dialogue that they just try and fit around some stuff. And the and the only real uh, effect that she has re really to the plot is when she dies. And they have a silhouette of her dying. And then that whole sequence with Ben, which was apparent... It, it was, it was kind of a, a confusing moment for some people. Like, exactly what was happening there, so... What 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 was your take on that? Yeah, I I I really don't know. Like, again, it has been a little while since I've seen it, so a lot of it is kind of not coming to mind as well as I wish. Yeah. But I do think I don't know the, the interaction. We don't really get to see. Um, I don't know if we get to see them interact like on stage at all together Who? wow um leia and uh ben no they don't dang that hits now which is um, which is pretty sad yeah but like you know the the times where she's like you know connecting with him despite that are are cute yeah her connection is that she dies he censuses and then he gets stabbed, which apparently, uh, uh, so apparently what happened there was that she gave her life force so that he wouldn't die from that stab. Right. Which, 
like if you're just a casual viewer you wouldn't actually just understand that you'd just be like okay she's dead yeah okay so i i I will say this much right yeah the force is kind of weird in this movie i mean oh oh yeah it's been weird right we we in the first one you know I, i was actually watching through it last night and um you know, there, there's a moment in time, probably the most famous one, of Kylo Ren stopping a bullet, a laser, midair. Like, that's just one of the coolest things ever. Later yeah. on, he freezes people in in place, especially Rey, and kind of, like, paces around her menacingly. Also cool. But then, like, his force powers after that are, are, are kind of not great. Like, he, he reads people's minds a little bit. He does a few pushes and uh, and and pulls, especially on lightsabers, and that's kind of it. For Ray, you know, like day one of using the Force, she's you know using Jedi mind tricks and 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 that kind of stuff. Admittedly, she's not like lifting rocks until like next week, but <laughs> even still, yeah. How long did it take, Luke? Yeah, exactly. And in this one, or in, in the series, I will say one of the cool things was the connection that she had with with Ben, where, like, they can see each other. Yeah. Personally, I don't think that should have involved teleporting, per se. Uh, and, ho- and also, here's a problem with that. I, mm-hmm. I like the idea of them seeing each other. I think that it's a really cool concept. However... In The Last Jedi, it was established that for that connection to happen, that much force power would kill someone. And then they don't... They forget about that, apparently, and it just continues in this. And I get that they're trying to say, like, oh, they're a dyad, they're connected, and that's why they can do that. But it's like, no, you set up the rule, you stick to your rule. Yeah. It, It... It's... Yeah, it's definitely weird. I don't yeah. know. I, I, I think... Yeah. It's a cool idea. I like I like that. Obviously, you know, we had the Force projection with with Luke in the last episode. Yeah. I, I like them exploring the Force because I, I think... Um, and I'm going to pull from uh, Jedi Fallen Order here. It's cool to see that certain Jedi have certain, like talents in the force right you know yeah we don't really see that much in the uh, initial trilogy or even the prequels we do see like you know obi-wan uses jedi mind tricks more than most others but besides that nobody really specializes except well palpatine uses force lightning a lot but um in jedi fallen order you know he specializes or he has a lot of talent in seeing force echoes which is cool in this one my first perspective of after I finished watching this most recent movie was, oh, okay, so their their you know force specialty I guess is their connection, cool. But then there's also like, as stated before, Ray immediately can figure out Jedi mind tricks well enough and lift a lot of rocks and know how to fly a spaceship which i get it jedi thing i'm cool with that 
And uh, she can force heal. Force healing, I think, is the, the big one. Like, I know it's set up in Legends. I, I think that you can use the force to heal, right? Yeah. Makes sense. But also, like, that's a lot to establish in one movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with people using the force to heal, but, like, mind you, she's been a Jedi for maybe a year, I guess. I don't even know. It it just kind of undervalues all the other Jedi that we've ever seen. Um, yeah. It, it kind of does. Um, <laughs> I, I will say my... When I watched uh, Last Jedi, my only, like, the only way I could explain this logically in my head was that the Force basically had bandwidth, which I hate thinking about. But basically, since, you know, in, in the initial, or the prequel trilogy, there's a bunch of Jedi and a few Sith and all that, you know, the Force is being split between all of them, so their Force powers aren't as strong. Whereas, mm. um,. You know, Vader restores balance to the Force. Hey, now the bandwidth is open to the remaining Force users, so they can do cool things. But, like, I don't want to ever think of having the Force having a bandwidth. I, I, I just, I don't think that's how the Force should ever work. And I, and I don't think that's what they were going for at all. I, I don't well. think so either. They just. They have these cool ideas for how we can use the Force. Mm -hmm. And they don't think about the implications of rules previously established, established that it takes massive amounts of training to get to that. Instead, now you just, I guess, breathe and meditate and, oh hey, now you can float in the air while you meditate, which... Eh, it's, it's such a small thing. It's only brought up once, but still, it's like, huh. Yeah. I don't... No. Yeah. Um, so, Luke. In this one. Really small appearance. What's his appearance in this, besides... His Force Ghost. His Force Ghost. He catches yeah. the lightsaber and said... A Jedi's lightsaber deserves more respect than this. Essentially, that whole sequence there is just saying, just saying "f you" to Ryan <laughs> in the last movie. That's fair. Yeah. And he says, "I was wrong." And a bunch oh, of, that's a right. Bunch of other things. Um, yeah. I mean, sure, I guess it sets Ray straight on her path that she needs to go, but not too much impact much else yeah um i will say force ghosts in in this trilogy can do quite a lot more than they could ever before which i don't know how which, to feel about I, I guess you know it was never stated that they couldn't yeah or something but at, at the same time like the way i think about it is like you know the Jedi, the the Force, the the reason why the Force ghosts are so powerful as is, is that they can give wisdom to new Jedi that they, that would be maybe harder to pass down, and that already is significant. But you know, like 
actually being able to interact with physical objects or summon lightning. Yeah. And, and also to state that whenever a force ghost manifests, it hurts them emotionally to do so from not being completely one with the force when mm. they appear like that. So um, that's something that I wish they would have explored more here. Fair. Um, besides that, Mark Hamill actually voiced another character at the beginning of the movie. Uh, the character that gives him the intel that there's a spy. Oh, really? Which, um, which you know me, I I love Mark Hamill, so I can just catch his voice like immediately, and I hear him. And it's like, oh, hey, that's Mark. Uh, <laughs> I just, you know, so that was fun. Fair. All right. So now on to Kylo Ren. Heck yeah. Best character of the series. Oh yeah, he's definitely the mo- the most um, interesting character. Yeah. Admittedly, watching through it and cheering for Kylo the whole time is a bit depressing because he doesn't really ever get what he wants until he dies. Ah, uh, yeah. But, um... I, I yeah, wish that he did... I wish that he didn't have to die... Just because he died for that typical sacrifice role. Yeah. So my perspective on this is that this is where they took like the the easy way out. Um, <laughs> the easy redemption arc. Yeah. Like even even with uh, Vader, right? You know, mm. he he dies sacrificing himself. Cool. It's classic. I get it. Um, but even still they didn't really like they did that it it, it ties up the movie nicely but if kylo ren didn't die in this movie i i realize fully that it would be completely awkward to bring him back to like the resistance or something but that opens up so many really cool possibilities and i i understand the movie's long enough as is they're not gonna have a sequel but man it would have been cool it would have been cool see him to see him return to light mm-hmm. and you know him being the rise of skywalker you know because he's yeah. the last blood line of the skywalker so yeah that would have been nice and you know whenever he's been he's so much fun yeah just for, just for that small segment well, and I think so. I think Adam Driver does a really good job in the films. Like even, I'm gonna say the first film is just phenomenal for establishing the character of mm-hmm. like, hey, this guy is scary and unhinged and unpredictable. And even in the second one, like he's he's got a goal. And then in the third one, he kind of goes back to being more unstable i guess yeah but i don't know i i kind of (laughs) wish i guess i kind of wish the films were not about ray but more about kylo just because like he could have had one of two really really cool arcs whether like you know he uses his rage his frustration and kind of goes blind to everything else and by the third film he's set up as this like crazy like awesome villain who's just you know 
yeah rejected maybe even vader at that point is like you know i'm gonna be better i'm gonna surpass everyone um i'm gonna tear everyone apart especially ray um or they could have gone the other route of you know what i am not i don't want to be the bad guy anymore i'm gonna fix my ways regardless no matter what that takes and they kind of do that here but again like if he lived that that would be the distinguishing point that i would have yeah uh i do kind of wish that he was the main villain instead of palpatine yeah just because that's kind of what they were setting him up for in the last movie where he he doesn't really care about the light or dark side Mm. uh he's just like i'll follow my own path and my own rule and here like he 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 kind of starts with that with trying to kill Palpatine and Palpatine's like, "Yo, I made Snoke, son, fool, uh, so you follow me," and Ben's fine with that, I guess. So he does. Yeah. I, I okay. This is one thing I will say. Palpatine in this movie is not the worst thing to happen to Star Wars. I'll say that because they do a lot of like. It does a lot of poetic justice, right? The The Skywalker saga has its foil of it also being the Palpatine saga. That's cool, I guess. Um, having Rey be Palpatine's granddaughter is cool for the whole duality they set up between Kylo and Rey. It somewhat explains their force powers, but also, like, I don't know how I feel about eugenics in the force regardless um like it's it's definitely not the worst thing it's not the worst twist um it does as much as i didn't like the last jedi right there's a lot of things i didn't like i will say one thing that I think Ryan Johnson was attempting was to explain that Ray wasn't connected to anybody, which I was okay with. I will say the presentation of that was terrible, but I'm okay with not knowing who the protagonist is. Like we know nothing about Finn except that he was taken as a kid and became a stormtrooper, right? Yeah, I'm okay with that. We know very, very little about Poe. I'm okay with that. We don't really need to know that much about Rey. It, it, if she, you know, acted based off of some of these traits, that might be different, but she's just kind of like a... I don't know, a bright-eyed, like, former scavenger and... That's kind of all we get from it, even when they explain, oh, this is why it doesn't really, like, matter too yeah. much. Yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah, and so the, the turning of Kylo Ren to Ben with Han coming back mm-hmm. was a really nice scene. Yeah. And I was surprised that Harrison came back for that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. I, I saw that and I was like, hmm, I wonder how much they had to coax Harrison Ford to, to actually do this scene. 
but I'm sure he got a pretty hefty paycheck for it, so. Yeah, while watching that scene, I'm like, oh, please, please tell me he's not a Force ghost. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I was with you there. Like, I as much as I would love to have, you know, Leia and, and Ben have this whole family reunion with, with his dad, I, I don't... I feel and like I, he specifically avoided learning too much about the Force anyways. It doesn't make sense to have yeah. him be an actual Force ghost. Yeah, and I'm glad that they explained that you're just a memory, so... Mm-hmm. At least they have that excuse. I'll give them that. Yeah. And it's a nice uh, repeat of The Force Awakens. And that was really nice. Yeah. Um, him getting straight up stabbed by uh, Ray was infuriating for the sense of, oh, I'm going to stab you, now I'm going to heal you. It's kind of weird. Um, but it was cool because it's like, hey, you know how the last, last movie, the motto was, hey, let the past die, kill it if you have to type of thing? Yeah. Well, now he kind of dies and is reborn back as Ben, which I think is poetic i guess i don't know i guess so yeah um him falling down in uh supposed abyss and then rising back up was a bit cheesy <laughs> but yep. you had to get rid of him so that ray can do her little uh, lightsaber thing well and like <laughs> this is the thing right you know yeah he gets booted into an abyss i understand the parallelism of palpatine getting booted into the abyss Okay, cool. And then he rises out of the abyss, and you're like, ah, that's the name of the movie. I get it. Um, but I don't know anybody who would, who when he was booted down there was like, oh, he's definitely dead now. Bummer. Like, no, they wouldn't have built him up that big just to let him get kicked down a, a crevice into nothingness. Like, they would definitely. <sighs> I don't know. It was. I'm not gonna say unnecessary, but it was. They they did that too much in this movie with the the fake out deaths for it to really. It, yeah. Also, it's an easy way to get rid of a character for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, continuing down the list, I suppose. Yep. We have Ray. Ray. Yay. main character eh. I don't know I, I've always felt that like Ray has just kind of been there I don't really know that much about Ray. by no. the end of the series I don't know what she likes or doesn't like or she's just kind of been there and I know the term Mary Sue gets thrown around a lot with her and for the most part I agree with it I, I'll I'll argue that her character isn't terrible, and it's not a complete Mary Sue, but hear me out, if I just learned about the Force and found out that it was real, and then could use it to trick somebody else's mind into doing something that they specifically don't want to do, I think that's a bit much. And that's kind of been the the thing with her the whole time is I get it. Make make 
women characters powerful in Star Wars, I'm totally on board for it. Just they need to earn it. Yeah. And that's the issue. And I yeah. Don't, I don't think there's anybody in this series that actually dislikes Rey, like as far as characters go. Um, but I feel like there definitely should be. Even like at the end, you know, there's a kiss between Kylo and Rey, even though he's hated her this whole time. Palpatine is the bad guy, but still his her grandfather. So that's a thing. I don't know who doesn't like her. Except No, like I literally I'm trying to rack my brain for even the most like I'm trying to see if R2 has any like grievances against uh, Poe. I guess Poe. Poe is the closest one to not liking her because she sometimes damages BB-8. Yeah. And she doesn't really like Poe because he hurts the Falcon. Cool. There I you like... <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I'm I'm all for it. Crank it up to 11 and then we'll be fine. That works. Okay. Um do you have anything to say about Ray? Um I mean she has a yellow lightsaber now. That, yes, is true. Will we ever get to see it again? Who knows? <laughs> Video Probably game? Not. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Video game, or if they wanted to incorporate it into like an animated series or something. Yeah. I was really started. shocked to see that. It's like... I, I like their choice of it. You know, we've only ever seen, what, three colors on the actual big screen, so... In live action, yeah. So it's like, yeah. or, first sorry, yellow four. live action. Woo. Yeah, so, I appreciate it. Also, it's like, we, as soon as The Force Awakens came out, we, we, we talked to each other about this, and I remember telling you that I think Rey should have a yellow lightsaber. I think it best to her character. And, yeah. now she, and now she does, and I was just so shocked is like what that, <laughs> they did that oh my gosh i'm so happy i got that right i will say the the one scene you know where she's like fighting her her dark self was oh yeah also unnecessary like i get it jj i get it there's the nostalgia you, you use the nostalgia factor a ton in the first of your series right we didn't need an entire episode five again with this one or you know episode six combined into this one so mm. like where she fights herself okay i get it but also did she need to have like a swiss army lightsaber <laughs> i don't know it's it, it's one thing if like by the end of it you know her lightsaber that is yellow right if that was double bladed i would be like oh that's awesome she it's maybe left in the open but whether or not it is yeah but like if if they definitively showed that i would have been like oh that's so cool because it it shows that you know she overcame her like evil self and and she's still using her strengths though that's cool but no it was just like hey we're gonna put this in the movie because it'll be a great shot in the trailers yeah uh can you talk about some real quick i do with my cat sure thing i guess we will go on to finn and i will talk about finn finn is 
a great character that is super underutilized in this movie and also the last the, this movie and the, the previous one uh he's set up in the force awakens to be one of the main characters the last movie was also a main character but had the worst subplot of anything i think i've ever seen in star wars and now in episode nine he just is there he didn't get as bad of a treatment as rose but he's kind of just the co-pilot to poe in this movie except for the part where he does have the interaction with the other people that um were previous stormtroopers too that was cool yeah um, I don't know what you just said, but yeah. yeah. Basically, how he was underutilized, and he could have had a better character arc throughout the entire series, but that's okay. Finn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, or have we moved on to Finn? Yes. That is okay. what I did. Um, What did he have to say to Ray? Yeah. No. I was super mad about that. Like, you know, obviously, we could guess that it's the, the cliche, I've always had feelings for you. Thing. which might have been the case yeah but like um yeah the fact that they they put it Th- in they the script took too much time to yeah, do that yeah they focused on it and then we're like ha, we forgot about it sorry that's never going to be in the in the film cool yeah yeah Frank. also finn's force sensitive <laughs> yeah that's another thing that they don't really address but is a thing I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it It's almost like, personally, right? There, there are things that Ryan Johnson did that were good, I think. But, hear me out. If this episode, because the last movie didn't really do too much for the overall story. If this one was the second one, right? It would have been pretty cool. Because they could have, like, as far as, like, a character arc basis there were a lot of cool things that they could have explored yeah and they they can't now which is a bummer because it felt like with um seven it was kind of like a a thing of hey this is better than the prequels so we'll take it right with eight it was like okay this is not regular star wars and for me that was kind of a a big decline because there were a lot of things that could have been better that weren't done well and then it was kind of an incline for me for this one because they fixed a lot of the issues in my opinion yeah it's kind of a whole roller coaster of i feel good when i'm watching the first and the third in this trilogy and the second one i'm kind of like the second one's kind of depressing if i'm going to be honest up until like the last scene. I don't like Which one? Like, okay, when when Luke appears as a Force ghost, that's hype, right? Well, yeah. It's, it's a cool, it's a cool shot. It's a cool message of you know, he's a Jedi, but he, he despite the fact that he owns a lightsaber, um, he's using the Force to deal with the issue to save people's lives rather than 
just pulling out a lights like flying there pulling out a lightsaber and trying to stab his way to victory yeah that's a, that's an awesome message that's a great way to kill off uh, a, a good character like that besides that and besides some of the really cool visuals i don't have <laughs> i don't have very many positive things to say about that movie and i guess kylo ren's also just great all the time but <sighs> yeah yeah so in in summary uh finn has had a rough time and i wish they used him more as a main character in the episodes after seven rather than a supporting character to everybody else yeah but i digress Mm. also finn didn't really have much of a role in the final battle which besides you know taking out the whole antenna thing which honestly could have just been done by shooting it from a spaceship than just having a ground assault I mean, yeah, I agree. Um, but, you know, let's forgive that for a moment so that we can have Sith Troopers and horses. Yeah. Alright. I guess we can move on to Poe. Poe. Poe's great. He, Another character that's underutilized, but, like, they did better this time, I guess. Yeah, he was um, fun. I I love Oscar Isaac. I actually just watched another one of his movies, uh, Ex Machina, last night, which is still breaking my brain. But um, he's a good actor, and I'm glad. I know, I know in the initial script, um, JJ was planning on killing off Poe in the um, initial like crash, um, and I'm glad didn't because i like poe as a character now and they did a good job with him but i could also understand if they had killed off poe he's he's kind of one of the characters that like i like him but i guess it's hard for me to pinpoint what he actually does for the story up until this movie like he's helpful he's helpful to finn in the first one right and he's you know their best pilot then right in the second one he just kind of i guess they're trying to set him up to be the new general leader right which which he he becomes in this one yeah and essentially fails to the point of being rescued by everyone true (laughs) although to be fair going into that he everybody kind of knew if nobody helps us we'll probably lose but i guess we'll try anyways yeah so i can appreciate it but yeah light speed skipping light speed skipping is a uh yep Mm -hmm. it was cool but uh makes no sense yeah i mean like this is the thing is that they in the star wars movies recently they have been introducing a lot of like a lot of like tech stuff i guess that's like oh wow this is revolutionary nobody's ever thought of this in the star wars universe but the reason why they don't talk about it is because it breaks things 
So especially, you know, light speeding into another ship causes big boom. Yeah, that causes issues because why aren't there just kamikaze droids in ships now? Like, that seems very obvious if you want to destroy something. Just go to light speed and it go boom. And they brought up a, they brought it up in this one and their explanation was just no good. Yeah. So like I get it, light speed skipping. It, I wish it kind of had a better consequence to it cuz like you shouldn't just be able to skip all over the you know galaxy just willy-nilly like that. But yeah, and also being followed immediately by tie fighters and their exiting at the same point i will say tie fighters is another thing that i don't think the directors really understood like my view on a tie fighter is that it shouldn't be able to travel that far it's for defending a main ship it shouldn't well, be that going. was the old imperial one this is the new one yeah but even still like 30 years right 30 years of advancement probably shouldn't like I, i'm okay with kylo's because it's like okay that was probably custom made for that but like other ones eh. like you think most of this technology has been around since like oh. the old republic why is it getting a huge update in just 30 years how did kylo get from the death star to <laughs> he yeah no he he got he, he took an he took a tie fighter an old one uh-huh from the Death Star, but that one does not have light speed. He was just flying for a long time. He had to <laughs> clear his mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, there's a lot of things that when you start looking at it, it kind of kind of falls apart at the seams. But it, it's uh, okay. Let, let, let's look past it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Three uh, Three PO. Um. I don't know. I just. He's funny at times, but... I mean, I will say, like, they did make him a more crucial character than I think he's ever been, which was cool. Um, yeah. And, you know, the whole death fake-out. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, the death fake-out is kind of a thing that happened too much in this movie. Between <laughs> Chewbacca, 3PO, oh, yeah. Kylo, Ray. Am I missing anyone? Alright, anyways, four is already enough. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I don't... I don't really... Uh, I, I thought it was a cool idea as far as, like, using C-3PO in that way. I think that was cool. Um, yeah. I'll say his his loss of memory is <laughs> is comical in a lot of ways, um, and you know we knew from the beginning he would get his memory back, or at least I felt like he would um, from three PO. It would have been kind of funny if three PO's memory bank actually had been like messed up, and three PO only remembered back to like I don't know the end of. Uh, the Last Jedi, or even before then, or that would have been kind of fun. It he wakes up and's like, Master Annie, 
Where are you? Yeah, like that would be that would have been like really funny. And like it'd be funny and like also sad at the same time. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I do kind of wish you know C three PO might have died in this one, or at least one of the droids because they've been going on for so long. Well, they've been in they've been in all nine movies. Yeah, and we have so many droids now between R two, C three PO, BB eight, and is it T O C O? Dio. Dio. It's whatever JJ played. The, yeah, the one that it's there. Yeah, Dio. Dio. Um, but yeah. He wasn't terrible, but he was mainly used as comedy and a way to move the plot forward, I guess. He was he was yeah. a plot point, yeah. And yeah. and you know, me, my whole thing about the comedy in this whole new set of movies is just I don't like the way it's been utilized. It doesn't really feel natural. It just feels like it's written for the laughs instead of just having. But let's move on. Yeah. Jenna, uh, she was there, I guess. We'll have to do a bit of a lightning round because I'm gonna have to get going pretty soon. But yeah. Uh, yeah, Janna, the ex-clone trooper, or not clone trooper, huh? Stormtrooper. Stormtrooper. Cool addition, not super well explored, is all. Ux, um... Okay. If anything, what would have been just hilarious, or, like, super cool, if, if, if nothing else, if Kylo ends up being, becoming this, like, super, like, epic villain maybe like in the first 10 minutes he kills palpatine just imagine that and then general hux turns out to be this spy and at first he's like yeah i'm just gonna take down kylo ren i'm gonna join the resistance and then by the end of it he tries to turn kylo to the light that would have been amazing but no they just like you know kill him yeah <laughs> sorry but, but, but yeah, ran he, there. <laughs> yeah instead he is once again a joke in this one. Yeah. Which JJ did a thing where he made General Pride transitioning to him the new the Hux that he was supposed to be and he killed he kills off the joke Hux which yeah. Pride was I'd say Pride was a good villain for the short time that he was there. He was more menacing. Yeah. But like I liked so, so this is the thing. I liked Hux because he was this, he was this conniving weasel, right? Like, at the end of the day, he, you could beat anybody. Like BB-8 could beat him in a fist fight, right? But General Hux was never afraid to use his resources to like mess anybody up, and I think that was like they could have used that a little bit better in the end. Instead of him just being like, I'm the spy, and then he dies. Like, I, I think that could have gone better. Even if he just was jailed instead of shot. But oh well. Yeah. Um, I guess let's just um, close off the characters there and move on to moments. I guess, no, we need to talk about Palpatine. Yeah. 
quick thing on Palpatine, and then we'll probably have to wrap up with final opinions. Yeah. Um, Sheev is back. Shoutouts to Palps. Um, the fact that Ian McDiarmid. McDermott, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's been in all of, he was in the initial trilogy and then he was in the, he was in the prequels. So like, this man's seen it all. I think he's, hmm, he might've been in more. I think he's in more Star Wars movies than anybody else. Uh, no. Who? 3PO. Well, okay, yeah, 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 that's true. Because you got, he, like, he was, he's in literally all of them. That's fair. And also he's in the TV shows as well, so... Fair. But besides 3PO, shout-outs to Ian McDermott. Oh, yeah. Um, Palpatine, the only thing I don't like is just that he's alive. <laughs> and it just undermines the whole Anakin Chosen One bring balance there... Yeah. Um. Which it's just it's a, like whatever. Whatever. I, I would have preferred it if he was just like a force, um, haunting, a Sith ghost. I guess. Yeah, I'd be okay with that too. Although, the the thing is like, a big thing about, like, the original lore was like the Sith were like trying for forever to figure out how to live past um you know being killed and most of them found other methods but basically nobody figured out how to become like a a Sith force ghost no they can only be contained in one area yeah that they haunt yeah and essentially like, their deathbed yeah, and like they kind of go against that in this movie, I guess. With yep. so, me and my brother-in-law had a a bit of a dispute on, um, you know, that there are other like Sith beings at the the end of the fight, and we're not. He he took the the route that oh they were just cultists that kind of Palpatine had manipulated into helping him build everything up. Or potentially clones I, of Palpatine, or I took it as they were Sith Force ghosts, and that no. Well, this is the thing; they don't really have any interaction besides like chanting. So the way I saw that was, oh, they're just there to basically Sith hype up Palpatine. Yeah, yeah, they were. Well, they also they were the ones that using their mysticism created all those star destroyers with death star lasers yeah um big bull crap um but you know that that was that was fine let's yeah okay. yeah Let, let's just ignore that like everything yeah. all the problems in this movie and just move on to the closing thoughts and moments yeah for me um i cried three times in this movie oh yeah and i i saw the movie twice and i cried even more the second time um 
which is a really rare thing in movies. And the moments that happened was... The first one was when Chewbacca found out that Leia died. Oh, yeah, that was big sad. Oh, yeah, that was a big sad. And all, all his friends are dead. Um, second was when Luke um, lifted his X-Wing. And that was just because of the music. Yeah, that's and the last And the last part is when all those ships came in and they were playing the main Star Wars theme. And it was just because of the music. And that one I was like bawling. It was like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No. It, overall, like, this is the thing. I think it was a better Star Wars experience than um than the last one. It was very Star Warsy, and I, you know, I appreciate all like the 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 Jedi force ghost voices at the end there that was they, cute and and they have ahsoka and they have mm-hmm. kanan mm-hmm. which i guess the sad part is ahsoka is now dead hey spoilers <laughs> um but yeah no they had they had all of the all those that was cute there were a lot of like good star warsy moments that i'll look back what? and be like like if I'm just in a very nostalgic like Star Warsy mood, I will probably watch this movie just because like it has a lot of those elements in it. I don't think from like a film perspective, this is like the best movie ever made no. by any means. <laughs> but it's fun. It it's it's like I feel like this is the Star Wars equivalent to a Marvel movie. Like it's it's fun. It's action-packed. If you don't question it too much, it's fine. But when you do start questioning it, it's like, ah, that's kind of an issue. But, I don't know. I guess if we are giving ratings to it, uh, I don't know. I think... Probably like a solid seven, in my opinion, out of ten. Like it's, it's good enough that I'm willing to watch it multiple times over. Of course, that yeah. opinion might change if I ever do watch it multiple times over. <laughs> but it, it's also like, it definitely has its issues that I wish were fixed. But I also would say that a lot of the issues for this movie stem from last movie too so yeah what about you um i I, i'm gonna refrain by giving a number Ooh, bold yeah just because i i don't have one to give for this one that's fair uh and you know i guess i guess i really said that you know it's a cool movie I, i i can enjoy watching it but I don't think that it's a really good movie. I think it's just okay. I like my my feeling while walking out of the theater was it was just okay. I was just eh, it was okay. Yeah. And I like I've walked out of the Last Jedi being really confused, don't really know what I'm feeling, and I walked out of Solo being empty. This one was just yeah. like okay. Um, and, and, th- and that's that. And so, uh, 
I guess how how would you just talk about the whole trilogy? Just how do you think it works and not works? Just it, final thought. I I think it it's one of those that like if somebody's trying to get into Star Wars, Episode Seven's a good starting point because you're getting introduced to a bunch of starting like a a lot of Star Wars things at once. However, if you're really trying to get someone into Star Wars, start with with the original Star Wars because frankly, episode 4 and episode 5 are better made. They have a lot better pacing. Um the only downside is that their graphics are not as good despite the fact that they're still amazing for the time. Um it, it it's one of those that like the series is fun to watch. It's not as confusing or poorly like dialogued as um, the prequel trilogy. But overall, it doesn't seem as necessary to the plot. Like it, it's there. It doesn't mess up the original trilogy, and it doesn't really mess up the prequels like i don't know if you can mess up the prequels more than where they are um but it's i think the best way of putting it is it's very high budget fan fiction and maybe that's okay yeah that is how i will summarize it okay um yeah so going back when we did our Force Awakens or attempt at doing a podcast there um, I said that I couldn't really talk about how I have a ranking or overall mm-hmm. opinion of that movie because I have not seen the final goal Yeah, and I just say it's it's not where it should have been um, and honestly this series really needed one direction with one guiding figure on top instead of just different people with differing way ideas about where the story should go and that's 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 how I'll leave it there I think that's fair yeah anything else for you to say nothing that comes to mind but uh yeah it's been a pleasure yep and yeah Alright, thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.